Good morning. Today is Friday, August 13th, 2021. This past Tuesday, Yosef Shapiro, a six-year-old boy in Brooklyn, went missing. He was attending the Noam Dake camp, and they were taking a trip to Canarsie Park in Brooklyn. In this park, there are areas of dense marsh. And Yosef went missing at around 4 p.m. Very quickly, the New York police, along with a number of Jewish organizations, mobilized a massive search effort. There were hundreds of volunteers. So I'd like for you, please, to listen to this audio message. You're going to hear the words of Victor Schein, a 56-year-old man, Jewish man, from Brooklyn. And these are his words. I heard they needed volunteers about 6.30. And I was debating whether I should go. It was overcast. I'm an older guy. What difference could I make? And I really wasn't going to go, but then I thought about my six-year-old grandson. And if it was him, I'd want every single person out there searching till he was found. So I got dressed in sneakers and a ball cap and a white shirt with long sleeves so I could be uh, easily seen and also protected from the elements. And I got in my car and drove. And I felt a little bad because I was skipping Mincha the afternoon prayer service, but I knew that I had to do it, so I actually prayed while I was driving. <laughs> Sorry, Rabbi. Anyways, I uh, got to the scene, and there were hundreds and hundreds of people, mostly milling about, waiting at the command center in the uh, Patergat marshes, and um, they were drawing up a grid, and I didn't want to wait. I just wanted to go, so I went. And I just started walking, walking, you know, searching with my flashlight. I had binoculars, not that they did me any good. And um, most of the crowd was behind, you know, waiting for instructions. And I mean, people had been searching there for hours to no avail. So I walked under the bridge by the uh, Belt Parkway, you know, up and down the beach, calling out his name, Yosef, Yosef. Come, we have pizza and ice cream for you. We're looking for you. And there was no answer. And I'm, I'm walking around maybe an hour, hour and a half. And I was getting tired. And I'm like, I really shouldn't uh, shouldn't stay out here too long. i got to watch my own health. So um, I started going back. And then I saw a dirt path. And I turned onto the dirt path. And I... I was calling out, Yosef, Yosef, and I heard a child's voice say, Ta. So I started saying, is that you? Is that you? And I didn't hear anything else. And I looked behind me and there was another guy there. He said, did you hear that? I said, yeah, I heard it too. So he went rushing off into the marsh, you know, youngster that he is. And I happened to have the cell phone number of the top cop who was running the search. Richie Taylor, he's the deputy inspector, big, big guy in the NYPD. So I called him and he didn't answer and I called him and I called him and I was like a crazy person calling him over and over again. 
And uh, finally he picked up. I said, Richie, I heard something. You got to send some units here. So it took about 15 minutes and uh, a couple of ATVs showed up. And then another five minutes later, a big truck with a massive light showed up. And everybody was asking me, where did you hear him? How did you hear him? Where were you standing? Where did it come from? You know, every, and I just stood there. And I felt stupid because what if I'm taking resources away and I didn't really hear anything? Anyways, so once they had my location, I asked if it's okay to go. So I started walking out. And about two minutes later, I hear a big shout. And some people around me said, they're singing, they're dancing. So I ran back to where I was and I got the volunteer, you know, the Hatsala guy. And I asked him, um, you know, did they find him? He says, yes, they found him. I said, is he okay? He says, I don't know. So then I ran back to where the uh, base camp was, you know, with the ambulances and whatnot. And they were just bringing him out. And uh, I was so thankful. So, you know, I didn't stay around for much. I, I danced with everybody. I think that made it on the news. <laughs> but uh, then I went back to my car because it was boring. We were getting soaked in buckets. My clothing is still completely drenched. Anyways, uh, I get a phone call from Richie, Richie Taylor. He says, uh, Victor, you were the major break in this case. Your tip brought us to the right place. And I can't even tell you how shaken I remain even this morning. I just, it, it just shows that, that one person can make a difference, you know, just, just go, just do. <laughs> My mother used to say, go and do. That's, you know, who am I? I'm some old 56-year-old guy, you know. <laughs> and uh, it apparently made a difference right when they were giving up hope, right when the sun was already set and the rain started coming down and, and eliminating any trail. You just, you just keep going. You just do and don't worry about looking stupid or feeling stupid. You just, you just do. And I'm so thankful that I got to be part of the story and that that boy is okay. And... The family's okay, and, and Claudia Yisrael is going to be okay. So, first of all, Baruch Hashem, thank God, this boy was found, and he's safe, and he's healthy. But the applicable message to every one of us, especially just before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Victor's words, it just shows that one person can make a difference. Just go. Just do. My mother used to say, go and do. So whenever you say to yourself, whenever I say to myself, who am I? How could I help? What could I do? Just go and do. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.